This is Box Office Briefs with Jeff Powell. That's me, Noel Manning over there, our resident movie critic, all things movie related. He is the expert. I'm not the expert. I'm just the guy who gets a chance to talk about it. I wouldn't say I'm an expert. I don't think there's any true experts out there. Expert means you know it all. And I bar from knowing. You don't know it all. Well, let's put it this way: you like movies. Yes, I do, and I like to talk about. And movies. you like to talk about them. Yeah. And you just saw one that uh, is about to be released. It's a biggie. Probably yes. going to be. I'm going to be surprised if it's not like the biggest uh, box office draw of the year. Uh, it'll definitely be the biggest of the summer. It's only got a few weeks to make up for the whole year, so I don't know that it's going to be oh, that's the biggest. True. That's true. But Star Wars, The Last Jedi, uh, the Skywalker saga continues on the big screen. Uh, Forty plus years after the original was released, and that's mind blowing. Yeah, nineteen seventy six. Uh, I'm a fanboy. I'll admit it. I'm 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 one of these guys who will go see any Star Wars film when it shows up in theaters. Uh, good, bad, or indifferent, I'm going to go. And so as, when I go to see these, Jeff, it, it is uh, it, I have to find the balance between the fanboy and the critic in me. Yeah. And uh, I've talked to my film students all the time about baggage that mm-hmm. you bring in with you. Some of it's good and bad. Sometimes it's positive and negative. You just have to kind of unpack it and try to look at it and, and, and measure that. And, and there are times that you might find that difficult to do. And I've always told them, you know, if that's the case up front, you let your audience know. Full disclosure. Full disclosure. And so this is the full disclosure. I I am a Star Wars fan. And so I I went in with uh, a lot of love for this franchise as a whole, especially the original trilogy and the original characters uh, that I grew up with in in the 70s and 80s. Uh, the Luke Skywalkers, uh, Chewbacca's, Han Solo's, and Princess Leia. Uh, and all of those uh, have continued to, to be really important to me. Um, when I was 11 and living in Raleigh, I got to see the original Star Wars for the first time. And it changed my perspective on what the movie-going experience would be from that point on. Yeah. And I always loved movies before then. I mean, earliest memories I have with, with my mom going to see monster movies at, the, at a matinee, a, mm-hmm. you know, one-screen matinee in town. So my love of film goes way back, but it wasn't until Star Wars that I saw something different, um, something unique, and something that took me into a whole other universe. The storyline for Or at this, least a whole other galaxy. A whole other galaxy, yeah. Um, but the storyline for this one, it, it, in many ways, is nothing new. It's good versus evil. It's an evil empire, and you can call them the First Order this time if you want to. Um, trying to uh, take over uh, planets and trying to take over star systems and trying to take over people in the process and dictate who they are. That's nothing new. Uh, Also, you've got a resistance, a rebellion, trying to find peace, find freedom. That's still showing up in this one. So so the storyline is nothing new. Mm -hmm. Some of the characters are, Mm -hmm. and some of the locations are, and some of the situations that they're put in are different. You don't go into a film like this uh, expecting things to be completely new and fresh. It's the eighth film within this particular Mm -hmm. storyline, or or ninth if you want to count, uh, you know, last year's film that that uh, you know that, that kind of set some things up as a prequel to uh, the Empire. Stri- I'm sorry, a prequel to the New Hope. But uh, you know, this film, it's fun. Uh, it was great to revisit uh, old friends. Uh, there were some unexpected twists. There were some uh, ways that they uh, 
were setting it up and foreshadowing things, and then they would pull the rug out from under you. I really like that. Uh, this movie truly was a nod to The Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. Uh, I think there will be some uh, critics who will say there are too many similarities. I'm fine with it because I really see this movie as uh, as nostalgia, for, for me, Nostalgia Reborn, and Star Wars Reborn. And I've seen that with the past few years when The Force Awakens came out. We saw that, and a new generation being able to yeah. experience on the big screen, yeah. really for the first time, what that movie-going experience was like. Mm-hmm. So for me, yeah, I, I'm 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 honest here. I'm I'm having a hard time separating the critic side from the fanboy side. But I'll say this: uh, I will go back to see this film again three to five times mm-hmm. in theaters. Mm-hmm. Uh, I enjoyed my time uh, watching it this week uh, at a uh, preview screening. And um, I'm giving this uh, at least four lightsabers out of five. How about that? <laughs> I, I normally give the A to F, yeah, but I had yeah. to throw in the lightsabers. But I know you you and I both grew up uh, Star Wars part of our lives. Oh, yeah. that Growing up here in Cleveland County, when the first Star Wars movie came out, you know, we had to wait weeks, uh, or at least in retrospect, seemed like weeks. It, it was a while for it to actually get to, to Shelby. And uh, I remember watching the news coverage of it and like, I have got to see this yeah. movie. And it did not disappoint, and it still you know, kind of sets the standard. Uh, part of it is your age when you first see it yeah. and that kind of thing, yeah. but it was just uh, astounding. And, I, you know, I've had my ins and outs with the whole franchise, yep. but the, the latest um, movies that have come out, um, I've enjoyed them. Yeah. So um, I'm looking forward to seeing this. Yeah, one. Force Awakens, Rogue One, both of those, and now The Last Jedi. Uh, with the ninth film um, in the, uh, I call it the Skywalker Saga, that will wrap up the Skywalker storyline, and then they'll go into uh, a completely different uh, different take. That'll be a very interesting and important moment when they've kind of left behind Luke and Leia and yep. Chewbacca and all these yeah. guys and, yeah. and have to do something with different people, different yeah. different characters. It may be some of the characters we've been yep. introduced to. Yep. Yeah, like the little furry guy. Yeah, yeah, the porgs. Yeah. I, I don't know yeah. what he is yeah. yet, well, but I'll, a, I'll find out. <laughs> I will say there is a wonderful scene with a porg and Chewbacca and a uh, campfire, and I'll throw in some roasting is involved. <laughs> and a uh, very funny scene there. Uh, there are a lot of new creatures uh, as well that show up in this that we've never seen before mm-hmm. uh, on Star in Star Wars films. Uh, there are some uh, named actors that show up. Uh, Benicio Del Toro, I'll get it out. Laura Dern also. Uh, both of them have uh, large roles, uh, supporting cast in this film. Um Luke Skywalker, you know, the first time we've seen him in a large role in the Star Wars universe, uh, you know, going back to yeah. to the 80s. Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, you know, we know about him, but but now we're getting to see him in action kind of toward the latter part of his life uh, mm-hmm. as a, uh, a hermit. Yeah. And uh, which which does give us full, takes us full circle to the oh, original. Like Obi-Wan, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Now, how did they manage? Because I understand Carrie Fisher is in the film. Huge. How did they do that? Yeah, she's. I mean, she had already shot all of the 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 pieces of this film, and she was supposed to have a large role in the in the next one as well. And um, they set it up that you know that, that could happen and should happen. I'm not sure how they're going to address it. Um, well, maybe they've actually shot some of those. Well, I've heard a rumor they may cast somebody new in in her role. I don't know how that would work. Yeah, I I, I don't I don't see how they could do that. Um, I really don't. Uh, I, I would I would be very disappointed if that happened. Um, I, I think you have to find a way to kind of, kind of write her or rewrite those scenes mm-hmm. 
and, and kind of pull her out of it. Um, I don't want to see it as a CGI. No. Uh, we did see that was one of my problems with Rogue One was you saw a young Carrie Fisher in CGI and you also saw Grand Moff Tarkin yeah. in, in CGI. And that really bothered me because it was like it, it went from the, the real life to the action figures. And I don't have as much problem with creatures in CGI yeah. as I do humans. Especially human that you've, you've that seen. You yeah. And you've, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but this film, uh, I, I would, if you're a Star Wars fan, I recommend it. If you're a sci-fi fan, I recommend it. But I also recommend watching um, some of the other films first to get an understanding. Honestly, I think you could um, you could watch just The Force Awakens, mm-hmm. and, and and you'd be ready and for be it. ready for it. Yeah. But uh, but in a real world, I'd, I'd recommend watching the original trilogy, Force Awakens, and then this. That's right. that's how I would uh, recommend it from a standpoint that really makes everything make sense well that's it for this week's box office briefs and if you've got questions or comments just email us here at the station info info at wgwg.org